Welcome to Fibercast, the podcast for outliers by outliers, a platform for inspiration and optimization where everyone has a story worth telling and everyone is an outlier in their own right. This is the first official Fibercast episode. Uh, my guest today is the one and only JT, one of New Jersey's most creative content producers. Um, he honored me with the chance of being of having him as the first guest for this podcast, and it only makes sense because he's one of the main people that is helping me with the whole personal branding and the content creation with the vlogs. If you guys haven't checked out the vlogs, if you're watching this right now on YouTube, uh, check it out. I'll, you know, post it in um, the end credits in the end card. So you guys can watch that as well. And yeah. So thanks for being on. Thanks Definitely, for man. On. Thanks for that. Uh, lovely introduction. Definitely Humble. boosted my ego a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to explode, but that's all good. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so let me try to explain to everybody what this podcast is going to be, essentially. So as you probably know, you probably know this, but most people don't. Um, I'm a big fan of podcasts, right? Because it's just an easy uh, way for you to consume content. So for example, you could be driving right now. You could be at work doing you know, that monotone task, that repetitive task that you don't really need to deploy all of your attention so that's what I do actually at work. So I always have an earpiece plugged in, be it doing fiber fitness stuff, be it walking around, driving. I always have something in my ear, a uh, source of information and content. And I think that that's where the world is going because Gary Vee, for example, he talked about how voice is the next frontier in content consumption, yeah. right? And it just makes sense. I mean, audiobooks. I mean, I stopped buying books. Now I just, you know, download them off of Audible. I buy them from Audible. And it's much more practical for me, although I still love, um, you know, feeling the hard copy. But what's your opinion on podcasts? Do you consume them on a daily basis? Do you like them? Do you have any that you could recommend to people who are watching this right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I definitely think that podcasts have definitely boomed in the last five years. Mm -hmm. um, five years ago, I didn't even know what a podcast was. Yeah. Um, but essentially what a podcast is, it's sort of like the evolution of radio. Yeah. Um, people are, um, it, it definitely, like I listen to it a lot when I'm going mm -hmm. to the gym. Mm -hmm. I just throw on, uh, I personally listen to like Lewis Howes. Um, School of Greatness. School of Greatness. Yeah. Uh, Gary Vee, mm -hmm. Tim Ferriss. Mm -hmm. um, it's just where it's at right now, man. Yeah, 100%. Um, also, you know, as far as like Gary Vee goes, um, at some point humans become a bit lazy. Mm -hmm. or they don't have enough time to do certain things. Mm -hmm. So a lot of professionals don't have time to watch Gary's video content. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they watch it on like, you know, well, they listen to it on their way to work. So it's um, a different way to consume it. Yeah. And you, you consume it the same way, basically. Well, like, you're like consuming you the same content, but you're consuming it differently. Yeah. Um, but still reaping the benefits from it. Yeah, because when you, you I mean, podcasts, the reason it's been booming is because well, one of the reasons I think it's been booming is because people, um, well, the people that put out podcasts understand mm -hmm. the different uh, types of learning. Some mm -hmm. people are highly 
are very high in, in like audio they learn through uh sound and stuff like that mm -hmm. um compared to other people who are more like visual learners mm -hmm. um that's why audiobooks have been booming too i mean yeah. for me personally i don't really listen to audiobooks mm -hmm. um i like the physical the hands-on the hands-on yeah. physical uh copy of the book mm -hmm. Um, but when it comes to listening, yeah, podcasts are something that I, I try to stay on top of. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's just one of those things. It's like I noticed that people our age, for example, which will which I'll segue into in a bit. But people our age don't really know much about this whole self-development world because people our age are, you know, busy and trying to hook up with girls and trying to get laid and going to parties and just, you know, college life and all that shit. So it's very rare to have, you know, like how old are you? 20? 22. 22. Yeah. So people like people our age in their 20s that are so concerned with developing themselves and trying to perfect their craft every single day, right? And putting in maximum effort. Like most kids, for example, like most kids I know my age, like all they care about is just drinking, <clears throat> you know, just hooking up with that girl with all that shit. But when you concentrate on, you know, perfecting your craft, then that'll pay off in the long run, I think. Right. So when you're like in your 30s, you'll look back and thank yourself for actually concerning yourself with, you know, trying to optimize yourself, if that makes any sense. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. I kind of went around. But what I want to segue into now is, like, what is it that attracted you and that put you on this path, on this entrepreneurial path, on this self-development path? Because you said that you listen to Lewis House, uh, Tim Ferriss, uh, Gary Vee, and they're all, um, I say, like, they all preach about self-development, entrepreneurship, and all that stuff. So what led you down that path as opposed to, like, taking a more traditional route, maybe becoming a doctor, maybe becoming a lawyer? Um, what led you down that path? Yeah. So. Um, well, growing up, I was always somebody that asked a lot of questions. <laughs> and if shit That annoying kid that won't shut up. Not necessarily the, the annoying <laughs> kid that won't shut up, but the, the, the type of kid that wouldn't do something unless they deeply understood why they were mm -hmm. doing that thing. Mm -hmm. um, I think to really answer your question as to why I gravitated to being that sort of entrepreneurial-minded, mm -hmm. individualistic type of person, um, I guess I'd have to think back into like how, how, how I grew up and, and stuff like that. So uh, mm -hmm. um, I was born in Peru, so oh, okay. I'm an immigrant. Okay. Um, I was born in Peru, and I came here when I was four. Mm. And I grew up in Newark, New Jersey. That's where I landed. Landed so Newark. Um, mm. That's like my Plymouth Rock. That's where yeah, I yeah, came. Yeah. Where it all started. Uh, where it all began. Yeah. yeah. And um, so for for the most significant parts of my childhood, like the later years in middle school, mm -hmm. um, I grew up with uh, a single mother. Mm. Um, in addition to that, she didn't speak English fluently or, or at all. I mean, all. in the beginning, she didn't speak yeah, English yeah. at all, mm -hmm. right? I mean, I picked up the English language pretty fast, school but yeah, yeah, but like she didn't speak English at all. So growing up, I didn't really have somebody to uh, help me with my homework or mm -hmm. that can, you know, teach me 
something that I was learning in school because, you know, my mm -hmm. mom didn't really speak English. Yeah. So I very quickly I had to take things into just my own hand and um, take uh, be willing to just learn on my own, go mm -hmm. home and, and do homework on my own and like teach myself. Mm. Um, so that habit sort of just transitioned with me over the years mm. to the point where my the best way that I learn things is through self-education because that's kind of the scenario that I was put in uh, growing up. Mm. And that's really interesting, actually, because like you were kind of forced from a very young age to kind of assume the leadership or the alpha male position within the household as well, right? Because your mother's a single mo mom, right? Like like you grew up in a single mother household. Yeah, right? for the most for the the significant part. parts of my of my childhood, mm -hmm. that's kind of how it was as far as I remember it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, it's kind of funny as well because, like, my story is really similar to yours where I arrived in – I'm not sure if I arrived in North New Jersey, but I'm I, I'm 80% sure. But, you know, also, like, my mother, you know, um, was a single parent. And, you know, we arrived from Brazil. I was, like, two years old, like, a year and a half roughly. And I went through the same thing that you just described to a point where I would get help from the neighbors if I had any problems with homework or anything, you know, school related or education related. So I couldn't really count on my mom. And that went, you know, throughout even, you know, high school, which I went to high school in Brazil, even in Portuguese, like she wasn't like my mom never really got a formal degree in anything like mm -hmm. like she didn't go to college. Um, I don't think she even finished um, high school, to be honest. And so I could never really rely on her for that. And so I was always that kid who, similar to you, would always take matters into their own hands and kind of try to, like, self-educate yourself in order for you to actually, you know, make things happen. Um, would you say that, for example, you said that you question a lot of things before you actually accept them and do them? So does that mean that, like, do you consider yourself a person that's against authority? Like, do you... Uh, resonate with that at all or no um i am someone who i'm against authority mm -hmm. if if it's sort of pushing me to do something that i don't necessarily agree with or that i really can't justify justify mm -hmm. um uh, i guess for example one of the best examples i can give you is when i was nine years old um I, I stopped believing in a higher power. Mm. Why? That's probably something I never even told you. But yeah. um, yeah, Why? so when I was nine years old, I guess I officially became uh, a non-believer in a supernatural being. Can you and raise...
and I don't do that intentionally. Like a 